Hey friends, welcome to It's All In My Head, where I talk to people about their experiences with mental health in a real, raw, and vulnerable way. I'm here to share stories that connect us to others in the way that mental health shows up for us, the challenges that we face, the stuff that gets us through, and perhaps most importantly, how we remain resilient. I'm your host, Joel Kaskinen. All right, welcome back to It's All in My Head, the podcast all about mental health and storytelling. I'm your host, Joel Kaskinen. Welcome back, Susu Squad. I am joined by my sweet, lovely friend um, who has been talking to me for an hour and a half or something <laughs> ridiculous so at this point, um, because when we get together, it's just nonstop talking as it should be. <laughs> But I'm here with Annabelle DeSisto of Adderall and Compliments. So Annabelle, welcome so much to the show. Thank you, or welcome and thank you so much, excuse me, for coming on to the show. And um, if you would just give a brief introduction of yourself, that'd be awesome. And you're like, I'm keyword like brief, like <laughs> brief as in, of course, you bless his like, bless his like beautiful little like perfect complexioned heart. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this is the third time we've had to do the Zoom link because I just keep talking to him and we run through what would have been two episodes now. Um, and we refuse to pay for the like non 40 minute meetings so <laughs> and so I I told him I'm like don't worry I will Venmo you what my therapist rate is because I now have done two sessions with him um, <laughs> I love it you, which I'm sure he uh deeply regrets <laughs> but, Not at all. but um uh on top of um being best friends um with your favorite host um, I have a podcast called Adderall Compliments, and I am a single cat mom of six. Oh, yes, you are. I um, now have two gorgeous horses that like I got during quarantine. Like I feel like that I was not planning, but I feel like, a, you know, like one of those teen moms who's like, I wasn't planning on it, but they're, you know, God's greatest gift. Like God has a bigger plan. <laughs> you know, the light of my life. So, um, so yeah, I'm like also two horses and, um, also my most important role in set, like besides mother is like, once again, like Joel's bestie. So, like, you know, I have a lot of things going on. hundred percent. That's it. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Um, so you forgot to mention that you like compete, like using these horses, not using these horses, you, you, you compete with these horses. Um, so not only are you a mother, but you're also a competitor. Thank you. Yes, I am a, like, I am a competitor, which like some would argue I've been my entire life, um, as I'm always competing against other people in my mind. Um, <laughs> Valid. Um, you know, um, not the healthiest, but, um, the honest, like, uh, so, um, but yeah, I started like competing and that's been like a big part of like what got me through, um, quarantine. Cause like, I just, I don't know how people like did it. 
I mean, I don't either. Well, let's get into that. So what's your relationship with mental health and like, where are you at today in your journey? Um, you know, like when like people used to use Facebook, but like you look like a fetus. So I actually like, don't know your exact age, but you look like you look so young. You look like what, like really like conservative Republicans really argue for, like, we have to save them. Like you look like a fetus. Um, you are so young. Uh, you so young. Um, but uh, I assure you, I'm not. Um, most people would not believe that I'm almost thirty. Um, but yeah, serious. I'm serious. I am not as young as I look. Is that this like South Dakota air? Because like I'll move there. I'll I'll like. Is that what it does to you? Like, is this like? No, it's just Dakota, right. I'm so I'm very Scandinavian. Um, I have like, well, my listeners know this, the Sisu squad knows that I'm very Finnish, but, um, like Finlanders like don't have like facial hair and they like have typically like younger, like looking skin and face, like face structures. So yeah, I am just blessed with great genes and I, I'm very fortunate and um, still get carded when I go to the bar. And I hope that when I am 60 slash 50 slash 40, people think I'm 25. You know what? Well, I have to say my mental health is now worse after you describing that. Um, I'm very envious of your, like, of like the Scandinavians, like lack of facial hair, as I had a plethora of facial hair starting in middle school, as I was (laughs) one with a mustache I um, love you so much <laughs> of all the guys I was the first one to grow a mustache in middle school so like as a Sicilian I'm very jealous um but uh oh, point this I was like you're so young that I'm like you know like when the Facebook was a thing for like ex people um there used to like be like the relationship status that people would mm-hmm. like back and forth and there was like an it's complicated situation um so like that's kind of like my thing with mental health is uh, <laughs> I was wondering the tie into Facebook here okay like, there, there it is <laughs> you're like I just will edit out 20 minutes of this no no, no as a social media manager I was like okay we're either going to talk about the toxics and the positives of social media, or it's going to be totally off the walls. And like, or it's like not it. going to be related whatsoever. <laughs> and if you would guess that, then yes, that would have been correct. Um, no, it's um, my mental health has been, uh, I mean, like everyone's like, I mean, throughout their entire life, it's just like you have or at least for me, like I have the part of my life, like before I knew about mental health mm-hmm. and I was just like normal and like that, what it was, or like not normal, but, um, cause I like, don't want that to be like a degrading way. Um, same. but oh, I sure. thought that everyone had, uh, I was like, one of my earliest memories was like driving with my dad and like having, like I was sitting in like the back seat of the truck, like, I mean, still in the truck. I don't want people to think I'm like in the back part of the pickup where like dogs, you know, are like stuff. Like I was still in the truck, um, mm-hmm. but I was like in the back seat because I was like a little kid. And I remember being like terrified the whole time that like, it was like, oh my God, my dad's going to have a heart attack and we're going to drive into this canal and we're going to drown. Because like in Florida, there's like canals, like, a you know, there's a canal, like a, like, along the highway, like on basically next to like every road on, um, 
highway is like this giant like canal. Um, and I just thought that like, that's like one of my earliest memories of like, is wow. being afraid of my dad having a heart attack while he's like, while we were driving and like us, like me, like us, number one, my dad dying. And then like me drowning and like, and I truly just thought that like, that was like everyone's like normal thought, not about me and my dad dying. Like, I didn't think anyone else was thinking about me and my dad, but like in general, I just thought that that is a normal, like, oh yeah. Who doesn't think of their like parent or guardian, like having a heart attack? Well, you know, you guys are like driving on the road. That's wild. And like, so that's been one of my earliest memories and like that memory uh, has never gone away. Um, It has just uh, been like, my dad's going to have a heart attack, you know, while we're out at Olive Garden, my dad's going to have, you know, it's just the thing had just changed locations. Um, And then when I finally was diagnosed with anxiety, I like told my best friend, like best friend time. I was like, do you like, and this was like not super early. This was like when I was 27, maybe. Like I was oh like, gosh. do you believe that the brain scan, like that that doctor told me he thinks I have anxiety? And my friend looked at me like I had like five heads and she goes, You don't think you have anxiety? And I was like, No. I said, she's like, Are you? She's like, I can't tell if you're trying to make a joke right now. And I was like, No, I like those are regular thoughts. And she's like, no, they're not. <laughs> like, so I've had anxiety um, my entire life, not knowing it. Um, and I also had depression my whole life and not like realizing, realizing it until like in my 20s. But um, genetically, was not coming into this world with a full deck. Um, there's uh, my mom's sister, like, there's suicide in my mom's family. My mom's sister um, killed herself. My mom is bipolar um, and my dad is like manic depressive and he has like uh, depression and like uh, his family. like And so like, I was not coming into this world, you know, like uh, fully like with, like I had like some stuff loaded. Um, yeah, some things were working against you, it sounds. Yeah, so um, yeah, besides, uh, an influx of facial hair on like a young female. Um, yeah, there were like other things happening. Um, so I have had like a lot of different things happening that, uh, I thankfully did get medication for. Um, I wish I would have gotten medication way earlier in my life. Like, um, Where I was like, huh, I know it's like bad to play the game of like, I wonder where I would be if like that hadn't happened or like this had happened differently, which is like the worst game in the entire world. Like you think the worst game in the entire world is like Monopoly and like that game fucking sucks. <laughs> like, um, and takes like an hour to set up and you're like, this is like the worst game ever. Like, uh, but like the game that you do in your head of like, if I had done this differently, it would be this, like if I did, you know, like uh-huh. which is, uh, the worst game you can play with yourself. Cause like, you know, it's like mental, like Russian roulette where it's just, you're I was just going to say it's Russian roulette. Yeah. Like, um, 
but you're like, I just like wanted to know what your mental health <laughs> like idea was just in like a, maybe just like from the next three questions been like, let's pretend this is a tweet and you have to say it <laughs> 12 words. You don't even tweet though. So like. That's true. So I don't even know because <laughs> I can't tweet because I talk fucking forever. I'm obsessed with you. Oh my gosh. Okay. So childhood sounds like, you know, it was a, a bit of a time. Um, <laughs> you were diagnosed with anxiety and depression, like later in life, you know, like twenties or late teens or, you know, whatever it was that you said, like, I think you said 20. Um, so like, where, like, where are you at today? Um, where I'm at today, it's, I'm thankfully on like the uphill part of, um, like the uphill part of a roller coaster. Like I'm thankfully like on an up part, uh, because I recently, I got a date, like I got a job. Um, so that has been so much fun because I have not had a day job in so long and I've never had like a regular day job. Like my day jobs before were like, I was like a radio intern, like mm -hmm. in my early twenties. So it's like my day started at like 3 AM and I was done, you know, at nine, you know, and that was like my, whatever, like that was my, also it's like, I was not paid because I was an intern, but you know, like, and then it's like, I moved to LA and I did extra work, which is like not a regular job. So it's like, you know, all different hours and all different, you know, like outfits and costumes and like getting to work on a different show or movie or whatever or horrible like commercial like like one of my like one of the worst commercials ever was like I was in um a Spanish Domino's commercial and it was like 98 degrees like outside like unfortunately like not the band I would love it I was just gonna say the, I was like Domino's commercial <laughs> with the band <laughs> Oh my God. I would have loved it if Nick and Drew had been in it. Or even he was like, there was, wasn't there a Justin? And yeah. then there was like Nick, Drew, there, Justin. Then there was like their version of Chris Kirkpatrick, like the blonde one with like the, well, like every boy bander had like a Caesar yes. haircut. But yeah, yes. but the one that yes. absolutely no one, like he's probably some like lovely Uber driver right now and like, <laughs> you know, like blessing to him. Um, uh, but like everything was, you know, every day was like different. Um, so like, I've never had, um, a thing of like working at a store since like high school when I worked at like Abercrombie and Fitch. And like, I definitely do think like the fumes of like spraying, like Abercrombie fierce, like every hour, like I oh definitely think those chemicals, um, did not do, you know, great things for my brain chemistry. Definitely. Definitely. It's like, working in like Chernobyl basically like there's just so much so many like fumes and like stuff coming at you um but like having a regular place to go every day and being on a schedule I feel like I feel like everyone benefits from like a, like no one does like no one's like I do worse on a schedule like you no matter who does like or what is like you like thrive on having a schedule or yeah. like you have stuff set for yourself because like kind of doing like an improv like I'm going to do like a whose line is it anyway like towards my day you're like oh I get nothing done or at least for me I'm just like nope I just like it's you know one like one in the afternoon and I've like cool I've done one thing and like that thing was like eating cereal 
Yeah, um, I have to have a schedule. Like for me, if it is not written down and documented, I, I don't do it. It's like impossible. Like that's why I was like so anal retentive about being like, Annabelle, when are we recording? Do you have time here? What's your schedule? Like, I, like? <laughs> I felt like so bad. And it's also probably worse because like before this, you're probably like, girl, I know you have no schedule. So like, <laughs> I know you have. Like, you're like, can we push back a little bit longer? Okay. And now just like 10 more minutes. <laughs> and then it's like, today I was like, because now it's like having this job has been one of the best things that has happened like in the last like five years for me. Like it's so much fun. I like genuinely like love going to work because also it doesn't feel like work. And also because I don't really work at it. Um, so like, okay, I, I want your job. What do you do? Because <laughs> technically I'm like there and I am working. But uh, the boss literally told like my manager, um, she was like, even if Annabelle was the worst employee, I'd still, I'd still, um, I'd still keep her employed just for entertainment value of having to watch her talk to customers. And I was like, oh, well, I'm in, well, you know, I guess I'm in luck because I am the worst employee there. And so like knowing that I'm like, we'll still have a job because like, I mean, it's like horse women and like, like horse women are like, horse women are fucking crazy. It's like, I mean, yeah. It's like aging, like think of like child chess prodigies or like aging ballerinas, like just like fucking cuckoo cuckoo. Like there's like, as Wendy Williams would say, like boom, like there's just like so horse women are fucking crazy. So like whenever they come in and like I don't know how to do something on the computer, which is like all the time, where it's like taking forever to like ring somebody out. I'm always like, so tell me your horse's name, and then they'll like. Cause like horses are like their children. Like everyone wants, wants to tell you about like their kid. And then I was like, can I see a picture? This is like, that's my go-to if like, I'm trying to like figure out something because they're like, oh yeah, absolutely. And you know how it is. Cause some, like it's these women who come out and they have to take out their reading glasses and uh-huh. they have their phone and they're like, oh, and they're scrolling and scrolling, scrolling. They're like, oh my God, I can't find this picture. Oh, I'm so sorry. Cause I want to show you this picture. And I was like, do not worry at all the time in the world. Cause this picture has to be seen. I was like, I have, I need to see this picture. <laughs> and, <laughs> Love it. Yeah, that way I'm like able to like pull it up on the computer and like pull up like the receipt in the account. So by then the time, like five minutes later, when like this woman finally finds her, like the picture she's trying to show me I will have like finally done what I needed to do I love so it's that. Like, I'm just like I'm the only one who will like talk to these women forever so like that does not surprise me you're like that's <laughs> that is so on brand for you for me for Jeff for all of our friends <laughs> yeah so I was just like I'm like um, cause like the other girls like hate making small talk. And so like, whenever like somebody comes in, like the stuff isn't working, I feel like I slide in. I'm like, now's my time to shine. Like, I'm yeah. like, now's now my job can start. Cause like, really, I'm just like an attention. <laughs> like I really am just like an attention distractor. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. I'm, like, really good at, but like, I definitely, you're like, once again, the question was just, how's your mental health? I feel like I'm really like negating it. Cause I'm like, guys, I'm doing great. But then I feel like people listening to this would be like, you're insane. But yeah, <laughs> but this is like me on a good, like this is me on a, like an uphill. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been like super great being on a schedule and being talking to people. 
I love that. So in addition to being on a schedule, talking to people, you moved back from LA to New Jersey. Um, I love South Carolina, Florida, South somewhere Carolina. on the East Coast. <laughs> yes, sorry. Um, no, but Wendy Williams told me I look like I'm, because she was like, are you from Jersey? Like at her book signing, like that oh, I went wow. to the Grove. I was like, no, but everyone thinks I am. And she's like, I thought you were from Jersey. That's a good thing. And I was like, oh my God, my queen, like Wendy Williams. Um, so anyway, I asked because I'm curious there. what the move has done for your mental health, like moving out of LA. Um, well, it was like, it wasn't planned. So I think that helped because I would have like never chosen to move here. I fucking like hated coming to visit here for holidays. Like that's why I made my parents come to LA to visit because I was like, I hate Aiken, South Carolina. Yeah. And they were like, it was voted the most beautiful small town in America. And I was like, who voted on that? You like, who, what is this made up competition of like best small town in like best small town in America. I was like, that's yeah. what call, like, sound like a real competition, let alone. I mean, I live in South Dakota for Christ's sake. So, um, if Aiken, up there, like, if Aiken is on this list, all of South Dakota is on this list. <laughs> so I always thought they were like lying. And then like, once I started living here, then I started seeing all these signs everywhere of like Aiken voted. <laughs> I was like, Oh shit. Okay. Um, I came here to quarantine with my parents. Um, right before like shit really went down. This is like one of the times that my anxiety like really paid off. Cause like, it was just starting to be on like the news. And it was like, I came at the end of March and I was just like in the middle of the night, I was like, I really think this coronavirus is going to be a thing. And I like packed, I like Nancy, my mom woke up to like 40 texts of like, I think this coronavirus is going to be a thing. I'm going to come quarantine with you guys. I'm bringing the cats. I've already booked a ticket. Like it was just like a continuation of like, I think this is going to be a thing. And then like on the 40th text, it was like, I've booked a plane ticket. The cats like have you there like that. It was based in <laughs> appointments. And like, I literally like two weeks after that, like all the airports shut down. Yeah. So, like, um, so this was like, I thought I'd be here for like a month. And now like two years later, I am still here. My stuff is still in LA. Um, but this was the best thing that could have possibly happened to me. Um, cause I was in such a, the last year I was in LA, I was, I think that's one of the reasons quarantine didn't bother me so much originally was cause my last year in LA, I did my own self-imposed quarantine, but like I literally did not leave my apartment. I slept in my guest bedroom. I like, well, not guest bedroom. I had a two bedroom apartment, but um, I slept in my second bedroom. Um, the guest were like, not my first one. Cause being in my original bedroom made me so upset. Cause I had gone through like a breakup or whatever. And I was like, I just, I couldn't stand to be in my room. So I lived in the second bedroom that just had like an air mattress. Oh, wow. With my like foster kittens that I got just so I didn't like, have to like I it was so dark like I kept the door shut I was in there with my foster kittens on an air mattress and I left my apartment one day a week and that was to go to therapy and with LA like you can get everything delivered like wow. I mean every like I want to sound like LA is so fancy guys we have grocery delivery have you ever heard of Instacart like I don't want to sound like that but it's like you can get weed delivered you can get like anything delivered in LA yeah so, like, yeah there was no reason for me to leave except to see my therapist. 
I mean, when I was visiting LA, we had weed delivered too. So, so yeah, it's like, there's really like, there's like, there's nothing that you can't have. I mean, like delivered to you. And so, um, I did not leave that room. I would leave one day a week and I'd be gone for max, like two and a half hours. And then I'd be like right back in like shut in that room and like not even go in the rest of my apartment, just in that room. That's um, wild, Annabelle. Cause I felt like I was like the rest of like the apartment had like so many, I was like, I don't want to be on my couch. Cause I have this memory attached to it and like this, whatever. So I was like, I was just in that room and did not do anything for like a year. Like, so I went through, I did like my own uh, quarantine, but while the world was still going on and like everything was still normal. So when, like, I guess that's one good thing about manic depression is like, it prepared me my whole life for quarantine. So like during quarantine, like, I really didn't feel like it was that, like, I was like, yeah, this is like normal. So when people I've seen tweets of like, I've been in my house for a week and a half, I'm going crazy. I was like, what a fucking pusswad amateurs. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I was like, you are, give me a fucking break. Like, give me a break. Like, so it didn't really, I mean, cause I was doing, I went from doing a year of quarantine, but like my, only myself, like, I mean, when quarantine, like when the rest of the world shut down, I was like, okay, yeah, this is like totally fine. Sorry. I'm like turning on my light. Um, um, so like, I went from, I had like my darkest year in LA right before, um, like right before quarantine. Um, and it was like, right as I was like starting to come out of the hole, um, is when COVID started. (laughs) And so it's like, I felt like I had like finally like climbed out of it and was coming out of a little bit. Um, cause I started like uh, working on like a like helping political campaign and I was like canvassing for like Elizabeth Warren like and do like finally getting Ugh. out and Please then tell me how Elizabeth Warren did not win our presidential candidacy it like broke my heart and that I, is like, why I'm depressed <laughs> I got to meet her very briefly like I it was just so incredible that she came to like the Aiken um, cause like Nancy was where my mom was like working on the, the campaign and like I came and visited Aiken like in February and then like in March is like when everything happened but it's like February um, I came and like got into canvassing with Nancy and like then extended my trip and did like three weeks of canvassing and like, it was like out talking with people and knocking on doors, you know, and like, granted it's like me talking to, you know, like 70 year old, you know, people in like Bumfuck, South Carolina, but it was just being able to be out in fresh air and talking with people and like yeah. doing that. And I was just like, I finally am starting to feel like a person again. And then like, then it was like, never mind, the world is shutting down. um but being here like I never um never imagined like riding horses or doing any of that I had like no interest whatsoever 
Um, and then like one day I finally like gave in and was like, fine, Nancy, I guess I'll go on a ride with you. And like realizing how much like fresh air, how much like just being out in nature, like we went on a ride in the woods and it's like this gorgeous like woods. It like looks like bridge to Terabithia. Like it looks like a movie Ugh. set. Like these woods are like so beautiful. Um, because it's like an out like a park. And I literally said I like we were riding, I was like, oh my God, this park smells so good. It smells like my Yankee candle. <laughs> and like I said it and like I was riding with us. She's like, I was like, it smells like my Yankee candle. And I was like, oh, like my Yankee candle was meant to smell like the woods. Like it, <laughs> I was such an indoor kid that I was like, yeah, I mean, it would smell like my minute candle. to like realize that. So it's like, I guess like realizing how much like being out in nature and being out in the sun instead of just thriving off of like air conditioning and like, you know, like sitting of like how unhealthy I was making, how much worse I was making it for myself. Um, and just really how much being outside like really does help you. Like, I know, like, going outside, like, when you're depressed, like, that was, like, one of the things, like, one of my, like, checkmark things I had to do, like, to get out of it, um, just, like, living in LA and, like, the city or whatever, but, like, then after starting to do this and being outside all day, it's, like, the, now, the days I've, like, I've only been inside, like, maybe three whole days, like, in the past, you know, like, eight months, like, it was, like, when there were, like, horrible storms, and, like, after the, after like one day I was going insane. I was like, and just feeling like that, like dopamine or whatever going down. Yeah. And like, just realizing um, how much I really just like need that. Like you think you really need something physical and like, I'm not a workout person or like sports person or anything like that. Um, you mean you're telling me you don't go work out with Jeff? I know it's like I'm you don't do CrossFit. I like Jeff who does CrossFit not once but like it's like how does some you do CrossFit twice a day that's just like oh my god like I can't I can't like how do it's a lot yeah that's too much and I was like honestly between that I was like I know I'd rather just go in my go back on that air mattress like I don't know what would be worse um (laughs) Oh my gosh. I feel bad. I know this isn't helping anyone. This is just like me talking out loud. Um, but I guess I should say maybe one helpful thing. Um, taking a shower. Um, I know just like, just in general, it's like, I mean, obviously like, uh, like personal hygiene helps you. Um, but when you are super depressed and like, sometimes it just takes everything you can to like get out of bed and even like just like go to the bathroom like some days I was just like that's okay I'll get a UTI I don't care I'm not getting out of this like I Mm -hmm. cannot get up like done that where I was just like I maybe I need to pull like a Lisa Renna and get some like adult depends or whatever I'm like I cannot get up (laughs) like I cannot function as a human being um but my therapist um in LA like uh she was really big on showers. I know this sounds like all very basic things, but she like how water changes like the chemicals like of your body, like yeah, the yeah. I know, like 
big bang theory, science words of like molecules and cells and blah, 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 like things like that. Um, but sometimes I would take like eight showers a day, like oh of just trying to, um, and I don't mean like in a Howie Mandel, like OCD type of way, like trying to clean, but, um, it would just be like, just for those like four minutes or whatever that I was in the shower, I'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. And that I is, that. I feel like that's like a big thing. It's like, if you need a change or if you need like a help or restart or something to just kind of rewire you, um, just even getting into the shower for a few minutes, like can really like, can really change your whole state of like being in your mind and like, absolutely. Um, it just like is a good kind of like restart button. Yeah. And I realize like not everyone, if you're like going through something or like having a freak out can like get to a shower immediately. Um, but I mean, that's okay. Like I think, you know, everyone has their different things. And like, if showers worked for you, like let's still do work for you. Great. You know, like that's huge. Um, like Tony Robbins is like really big on like change of state. Um, I don't mean like literally, like, I don't mean just like going from like LA to like Aiken, like you don't like have to change like your physical state, like uh, geographically, but um, he's very big on like, you can change your state in a few minutes, mm-hmm. um, which I'm like, um, how? Um, but one of his things is like <laughs> jumping up and down. And cause that's what you have to do a lot of if you go to like a Tony Robbins seminar and it really does help if I'm in like a thing, like if I was like at an audition or in a meeting or something, I was like really worried about, like if you just take a few minutes and go into, like I'd go into like the restroom and I would go into one of the stalls and I would like jump up and down like I was at a concert and like you're supposed oh to like, you're like arms up. And if you do like at the raise the, the roof like motion and if you jump for one minute for like one whole minute, no matter like, how you are like you will feel differently in your body or like even if you're sitting down like sometimes it's like I'll just like do one of those like tube men outside of a like car dealership where that is 100% my spirit animal like if you just like the one that's just like the tube man like all over yes yes like even if you just like move and like flail your arms for like 20 seconds Mm -hmm. there is a change in your body and just like realizing of like, okay, I can do like this right now, or I can do this right now. If I can't get to a shower, like these are quick little things that I like can do to kind of like raise my vibe or like to get myself out of like the downward plunge of it. Like, so I'm like, if you're like ever feeling bad and can like, if you're out and like can go to a restroom real quick, like, like literally, I mean, just like, I'm um, like, I'll go in and like jump up and down for like 20 seconds in the bathroom stall. And that's I'll the best. Like, okay. So speaking of 20 seconds, um, we are about to run through like, our third like, session of 40 minutes. Um, and so I really I want to that. like wrap things up and like ensure that my listeners, the sissy squad gets the last, um, like structured question answered from you. So, um, so to, like, I feel like so bad. That this no, is don't. It, I mean, it happens. It's, it's, I, this is what mental health is all about. We bop around and go in tangents and spirals. And it's I, like, this is so fine. <laughs> I feel I, 
so bad for you, Joel. No, don't. I just really want my listeners to like get this last thing um, out. So before we run out of time here. um, So I call my listeners the Sisu Squad. They are, you know, like, obviously we are all resilient. We all have grit. um, And that is what the word Sisu translates to in English from um, Finnish. It's a Finnish term. So Annabelle, in like one minute tops, what does Sisu mean to you as it relates to your mental health journey today? (laughs) That you can get through, if you're listening to this right now, if you're lucky enough to get to listen to Joel, that means that you have survived 100% of your worst days. And that is an incredible, like that's incredible, like statistic or ratio. Like if you found out like a racehorse, like one, 100% of all the races he did, you'd be like, Oh, that's a really good racehorse or like, or whatever, like whatever athlete sports ball thing you want to do. Like if you've made it to here, think about how far you've gone and like that all of your worst things you've overcome like stuff that you didn't think you'd be able to and that you are doing great like you're always doing better than you think you are and other people are always doing worse than you think they're doing like if that like I mean that's so true (laughs) like (laughs) I don't think mean that in a mean way but like when you look at like you're like I think I'm doing so horribly and that person is doing so well it's like that person is thinking the same thing you know like so we're always way harder on ourselves than we are. Absolutely. Ugh. Okay. Well, I love that. And because we have like one minute left, where can people find you if they want to connect? And obviously they do because who doesn't want to connect with you? You're amazing. Um, you can find me if you don't find me in like my shower or in a public restroom jumping. Um, you can find me on the podcast Adderall and Compliments on iTunes and Joel will be a guest and then maybe Absolutely. Joel can like speak like more than 12 words and he's gotten to do on his own podcast on this episode. Um, and bless your heart and I need to get your Venmo. Um, you send you. Oh my God. I love you. Thank you so much for coming on today. I so appreciate it. And I hope that you have the best rest of your evening. You're so sweet. I feel so bad. <laughs> Please don't. You are so fine. <laughs> You're so horrible. It is a okay. I love it. Honestly, this like filled my whole soul. Thanks so much for listening. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to connect with me, you can email me at itsallinmyhead.show at gmail.com, add me on Instagram at itsallinmyhead.show, or connect with me on Twitter at allinmyheadshow.